Greetings and welcome to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined. I am a Sunny Brogan, owner of a Sunny Coaching Services. And in this episode, I am discussing is ATR only for Black people or people who are of visible African heritage? That is the topic of conversation. So I don't plan on being too long with you because the topic is I don't feel like it deserves a whole lot of explanation and my position is very clear on this particular subject but I did just kind of want to address this because sometimes this comes up within the ATR community it can be a heated topic at different intervals just depending on who you're dealing with and what's going on within ATR systems and you know the types of groups and so forth that interact with these systems so let me just get straight to the point I personally know that ATR is not just for people of visible African heritage. And what I mean by that is somebody who looks like what we consider to be a black person. Even so much, I'll discuss this from the perspective of a Hispanic person, somebody who definitely has African roots and African origins, and most people accept them as having such. So it doesn't have to be somebody who is strictly dark-skinned with kinky hair, but somebody who definitely can show forth their African heritage by the way they look or within their culture, typically a combination of the two versus somebody who looks strictly European, right? So that's the topic here. As I said, I personally know that it is for anybody who desires to do it because African spirituality at the end of the day is just that it's a form of spirituality um african traditional religions let me get even more specific here that is a form of a spiritual practice that is definitely based off interaction with nature-based spirits so anybody can interact with nature-based spirits that being said Can non-black people hold the same level of power and authority within our systems? I personally don't believe that that to don't believe that to be the case, or do not believe that that even should be the case. So there are situations where we do have white people who come in and become um, ordained priests and priestesses within our systems. And I don't believe that that should be happening because a priest or a priesthood lineage basically comes from the spirits choosing such. And historically, this has not been the case within African traditional systems because at the end of the day, they come out of Africa and they are the traditional practices of African-based people groups. Europeans absolutely have their own devices and their own forms of spiritualism that they work with and they should continue to work with. They, they have the opportunity to go back into those systems. I do feel like a lot of times when Europeans integrate within our systems, it is a form of white privilege to come in and be able to take over those power dynamics and those types of roles. So I am personally very weary when I see this dynamic occurring because the knowledge and the power that are inherent through our systems were given to African people groups originally. That's not to say that other people cannot benefit from them and work with them. 
I have white clientele, people who come and get, you know, EFA readings and EFA divination. I work with white people in other capacities um, of my business when it comes to spiritism and, you know, helping people to understand these dynamics. I have no issues with anybody of non-black heritage coming into our system and seeking guidance and encouragement and even so much as full-on practicing them but honestly i have the same sentiment even with black people or people of african heritage who want to take up the cloak of being a priest or priestess and they weren't truly called into that role or that profession because it's not for everybody just because you are black heritage does not mean that you should be overseeing a temple that you should be doing spiritual work at a certain level if you were not called for that because we do have a phenomenon going on today where you know pretty much anybody can go and pay to become initiated or ordained to be a priest or a priestess in certain systems because unfortunately we've entered into a space of capitalism where our spiritual systems are not always what they used to be where people are now just focused on the monetary aspects of it and they're not really focused on the spiritual aspects of it i'm not saying that you should not charge money for your services because absolutely you have to in this day and time it takes a lot of work i i work within this dynamic on a daily basis so i understand what it takes that being said it's still not something that should be capitalistic focus right if you're not in it to truly help people to get to where they need to be you shouldn't be doing it because you then you're playing with spirit and you can cause yourself more harm than good when doing so because there are people white black otherwise who are using our systems for the wrong purposes but that's not really the gist of this conversation this topic is more so focused on are our systems for you know non-black people people of non-visible african heritage so i i do want to make that claim and just state there my position like i definitely feel like it, it is one of the things we have to keep in mind when we try to say this system is or is not for someone based on the way they look in particular because you can't always say that somebody's of a certain race because one race is a social construct it's not even something real you have to truly look at a person's bloodline to know where they came from and this is my point here at the end of the day everybody came from africa if we go with the narrative that civilization started in that region of the world what we call east africa today that means that everybody would have come from there if we all stem from the same maternal and paternal um individuals that were you know first started civilization so to speak so therefore we will all have african lineage so we can't take the systems away from anybody else because as i said before it's about serving nature definitely the information was given to black people groups who you know african people groups i should say who were what we call today black in that they have darker skin complexions kinky hair you know broader noses and other features that absolutely distinguish them from non-black people and uh, people of non-visible african 
heritage. But one of the things that we do have to keep in mind is that sometimes people may absolutely look completely European, but they may have very deep African roots. They could be only one generation removed from their African roots. And even more so, sometimes you have people who are of mixed race or heritage that can come out and look completely white. And you may not know that you see this person independent of their family or their bloodline. And so you may just come across them in the street and think, well, this is a white person or what you would consider a European person. But they may have a completely totally you know black side of their family and then the other side is white european or what have you in which case how can you deny someone from practicing something that is absolutely part of their lineage if we're talking about somebody with direct african roots as such but even beyond that even beyond somebody um having like mixed blood there are absolutely situations where individuals have um white lineage and that's actually all that they know during this day and age however there are some you know deep african roots within their bloodline that aren't visible in today's time so that's one of the reasons why i always caution people to be careful there when saying white people shouldn't or they don't have a right to our systems and so forth and so on because we can't just look at somebody and say what they are you know even so much as a black person because oftentimes people look at africa as one monolithic group of people and they are not likewise or not african americans or you know people throughout the african diaspora wherever they may reside i'm specifically talking about african americans because we are so much so dispersed and mixed more so than a lot of the other African diaspora cultures because of all the things that occurred here on this land with slavery. Whereas in other places like IAT and Jamaica, um, those individuals were able to stay intact more so than people here in the Americas because those were lands that even we see today are majority black lands, though the racial dynamics are quickly changing because of neo-colonialism at the end of the day. Now we have other people growing people groups going into those countries and taking over. But what we see in today's world is that we do have this huge mixture of people. So just because somebody is of African-American heritage, you cannot automatically say exactly where they come from on the African continent. So we don't really know, you know, exactly who we are in terms of our tribe or our groups that we hail from in many instances. It's not everybody. Some people do have that knowledge, but a lot of people don't in which case you know you can't automatically say what somebody should or should not be doing this is one of the things i talk about quite often here on this podcast with the reintegration of african spirituality because we were and still are all over the world so some of the practices that we oftentimes do not deem to be of african origin absolutely are and so this is one of the reasons why that we do see quite a few black people or you know what we call black people african american whatever terminology you want to use for it who start wanting to deal with spiritual practices that are not deemed to be 
you know, African in origin, even though they may be, they may come away from these Abrahamic systems. So somebody, for instance, who may be interested in Buddhism, somebody who is interested in Wicca or Hinduism or Taoism or other forms of religions that don't necessarily sit within that framework of what the average person deems to be as an African spiritual system. Because our people groups are spread out in those regions of the world as well. So that ancestral connection could be there for that particular practice. You know, that's my point there is that we really don't know. So we do have to be careful with saying who can and cannot do what. As I said before, for me, you do have to be careful about assigning power dynamics when it comes to these spiritual systems. And that's irrespective of a person's color or lineage. That type of decision needs to be made according to the spiritual culture within which it sits, how a priest or a priestess is made within that system. It is not the same as we see here in Abrahamic religions, when basic, where basically anybody can go and become an ordained priest or a priestess and start, you know, spreading the news of the gospel, so to speak, and talking about the Bible and so forth and so on, and you know, doing all kinds of things that are connected to their religion at a high level. That's not how our priests or priestess or leaders are chosen primarily within our systems. Okay, traditionally, this has been something that was chosen by spirit and it was revealed, you know, through the communal order. And that's how we come into this space through divination. Most of the time, this person is meant to be or a spirit would just come directly or it comes through that um, person's heritage who is supposed to now be the priest or priestess of our family line. That's how it pretty much has worked out historically. And I know times change. You know, I'm all about evolution. You know, that we evolve as a people, as a society. We change and we progress. Yes, those dynamics occur. But we have to remember that we are talking about traditions here. African traditional religions. So that's what I have to say about that part is that yes, other people groups can come into it. Now with that said... I do want to make a point that we do have to be careful when people of non-visible African heritage do come into our systems. All right, they need to be careful. We need to be careful because anybody who joins the system needs to respect it for what it is. You come in and you show respect for where that particular tradition derived from, for the people groups who it has served all these years, for the ancestral legacy and the lineage that that particular system came from, right? So this is one of the things that anybody of um, non-visible African heritage should do if they do choose to integrate into one of our systems is absolutely respected. And on that point, I also want to say that People of African heritage need to likewise respect the traditions when people of non-black heritage enter, i.e., you know, Europeans or white people. We need to continuously respect our tradition and not give away our power, our authority, or not exalt other people groups when they do come into our traditions. Because I do see this sometimes as well. When a white person does decide to join one of our spiritual traditions, I've seen it where people kind of 
elevate that person. They put these individuals in pictures and showcase them like, wow, you know, look at who joined, you know, my temple. It was this white person and this is, you know, who they put as the face. Like that's something to be cherished. Like we should be so happy and grateful that a white person coming into our tradition basically gives it validity. Like it is something worth doing because a white person has now put their stamp of approval on it because i do see that dynamic existing as well and i absolutely hate when i see that dynamic existing because that should not be the front person when you come to showcase that somebody has came to your tradition it should be about celebrating somebody coming into their destiny wanting to fulfill their destiny through the system it should not be about color or you know as i said validation by another group of people of our traditions beyond that when it comes to respect white people european people absolutely have to be careful to not appropriate our systems, not coming in trying to change our systems, and absolutely not coming in trying to capitalize off of our systems. Those dynamics should not exist when somebody does take up an African traditional religion who is of non-visible African heritage. So what I mean by appropriation, don't come in saying that this is something that belongs to you when African people groups worldwide have perpetuated these systems for thousands of years. That belongs to those African people groups. We don't then just take it and then make the front face of it, as I said before, white. We absolutely see that nowadays, like with the with the Hindu tradition, right? When you think about somebody meditating or doing yoga, what often comes to your mind? Usually an image of a white woman sitting in a lotus pose somewhere in a serene environment, like at a beach or on a mountaintop or something like that, doing yoga. And that's not who it belonged to. That's cultural appropriation. Even if you're not saying it, you're showing that this is who brought forth this religion. If you come into the world today, somebody brand new, a newborn baby or what have you, and they grow up and come through the system, all of their images of yoga or what have you in the Western world actually look white versus Indian where that particular system derived from. We do have to be careful on both ends. They should not appropriate it, but we likewise bear the responsibility of allowing them, of not allowing them, excuse me, to appropriate our system so instead when those types of activities occur we need to be quick to shut it down so that it doesn't advance and continue as we have seen with that dynamic of the yoga right another aspect of it is i said before is not coming in changing what we do we don't allow somebody to come in and now say well this is the way you've done it forever but you know now this is a new time frame and this is the way that we do it because at the end of the day that's what christianity is is where you see the dynamics of the old and the new testament where in the old testament you know people were doing things one way for so long and then all of a sudden you have this prophet this savior what have you come in in, and now it's like well this is the way that we're meant to do this versus the way we've been seeing this thing done for centuries on end so that's another dynamic to it as well 
You also have to be very careful about capitalization. I talk about this a lot. A lot of our resources on African spirituality, especially as written in books, are now coming from people of non-African heritage. And it's all about capitalism. That's it. They're not coming to write these books on our traditions because they just love the traditions in most instances. A lot of cases, it's just about them making money. They see that African spirituality is trending. They write books. That's not something that we historically have done with our traditions as black people groups because they are oral traditions. And it's absolutely okay for them to remain as oral traditions. But as the world grows and as we seek out more knowledge and are unable to access that knowledge in the traditional ways, then we do need to come forward and start to present our own spiritual systems to the world in the form of writing in the form of recording such as i'm doing here so that we can benefit from them and not have to rely on other people groups to teach us about our systems because when that happens it can cause it does absolutely cause a lot of issues because those references are oftentimes not written appropriately according to the way they should be written, in which case a lot of false information is spread through those dynamics. So that's pretty much what I have to say on this topic. I don't want to belabor the point. I wanted to keep this really short and sweet and just kind of put my spin on what I feel about this dynamic. I hope this has been enlightening for you so that you can understand the dynamics that are involved in this process and hopefully we are all able to work together toward a beneficial end when it comes to this particular situation and similar situations when it when it comes to the evolution and the changes and the progress that are going on within our spiritual systems. Ashe guys, have a very blessed and beautiful day and beyond.